Just before we get started with today's episode, between the recording and publishing of this episode, there have been some rumors going around which seem to lead in the direction that there could be actually an update as to when this ETIAS will go into effect. However, now at the time of publishing, we did want to clarify that all of the information presented in this episode is accurate in line with official sources. And of course, any of the following information may change at any time. But with all of that out of the way, let's get started with this episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permonian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you. And I, of course, am Rafael Di Furia. And in this episode, we wanted to talk about the upcoming ETIAS visa waiver and what that system and program will look like for individuals who will require it to travel to Europe. So, Marco, first of all, what is the ETIAS and who will require it? There have been a lot of talks about the ETIAS, the European Travel Information and Authorization system and finally it's coming into effect uh, in January of 2024 and the need to go through this online travel authorization system will apply to uh, citizens of foreign countries who are not part of the European Union and who currently do not need a visa to travel to Italy for up to 90 days for work or uh, pleasure. So, in other words, foreign nationals who currently do not need a visa to travel to Italy for up to 90 days, and nationals, just as a clarification, who are not citizens of the European Union, of a, European, of a country in the European Union, will need to apply for this travel authorization system online when traveling to Italy uh, for, for uh, business reasons or for uh, just pleasure after January 1st of 2024. And before I continue, I would like to state that it's then, uh, it becomes even more important for people uh, in the US who are eligible to apply for Italian citizenship uh, by descent. Um, because if you get Italian citizenship by descent, if you're eligible, if you qualify, uh, and, and if you become then a dual US Italian citizen, you do not need to apply for this travel uh, authorization system. I'm not encouraging people to apply for citizenship by descent, but I'm kind of are at the same time. <laughs> I think it's a good, a good uh, uh, process to go through. I mean, it definitely creates a lot of um, uh, ease of being able to get in and out of the European Union or being able to. So if you're not going to be the person to encourage people, then I will be. <laughs> Well, let's say, you know, it's this system, it's not supposed to be complicated. Uh, it supposedly takes about 10 minutes to apply for it. It's done online. But of course, you know, one of the bonuses of being an Italian and U.S. citizen uh, simultaneously is that you don't have to do this when traveling to Italy. 
Yeah, that's a, a great point that you raised there. Thank you so much, because I know there are going to be a lot of people who are curious about that point, if this will affect uh, people uh, that have dual citizenship. So just to confirm what you're saying is that people who do have Italian citizenship and hold another passport will not need to get this Etias visa waiver. Exactly. Correct. That's fantastic. And so just to continue on, how long does this visa waiver last for? Is it only good for one entry or is it multiple entries? How does that all come together? It's good for multiple entries. So you can come and go as many times as you like uh, during a three years. So once the authorization is received, you can, you can come and go as many times as you like. Uh, and then you will have to reapply uh, for the ATS after three years. And so does this replace the, the, the visa that you receive on the spot or the, the, the entry that you receive on the spot into the Schengen area? Um, and does this change any of the Schengen rules or will those be the same after this comes into place? The Schengen rules are not really changing. Uh, this is an addition to them. So your passport will still be stamped uh, at the time of your arrival in the Eurozone, in the Schengen area. And um, so this is an addition to those rules. And, and the purpose of the ETS, which is the equivalent of the ESTA for people who are traveling to the U.S., is to, of course, um, avoid uh, terrorists to uh, get into the European Union or uh, immigrants that are not supposed to be able to enter the European Union. And it just keeps track of you know, all of the uh, flows uh, from outside the European Union into the European Union. And just to further clarify, of course, the 90 days rule will still apply for people who are uh, not citizens of a European country. So foreign nationals coming from outside of the European Union can still stay for a maximum of 90 days uh, within a 180 days period inside the Schengen area. After those 90 days have passed, they have to leave and they can only re-enter after 90 more days. That's interesting. And so what about applying for this uh, visa waiver? How does a person actually go through that process or not go through currently? But of course, because this has not been uh, put out into the public yet, but as of 2024, when it is released, how will that look? So people will be able to apply uh, online. So with their computer and the system will ask to enter some basic information. So your personal details, name, last name, address, and uh, you will have to state the first country that you want to visit in the European Union. So if you want to go to Italy first and then visit other countries, you will have to state that your intention is to visit Italy first. And that's what actually you will have to do. So, so you cannot change your plan after you have applied for the ETIAS. And also, of course, you will have to enter your uh, passport number and you will have to pay. Uh, the fee is seven euros for people who are between the age of 18 and 70. So, and of course, like I said, once, it's, once you apply for the ETS, the authorization to travel is valid for three years. So after, only after three more years, you will have to file another application and apply again for the ETS and pay again the fee. So Marco, just a quick question based on what you said, because you said from 18 until 70, what about for individuals who are 17 and younger or uh, 71 and over? What will the cost be there for the ETIAS visa waiver? So minor children uh, and elderly travelers uh, over the age of 70 will not have to pay any fees. Well, that's great. So if you have a family of 10 <laughs> and you've got seven kids, then you're not going to have to worry, I guess, about that. Um, but uh, just 
Another factor within this, is this something that you have to do personally or can somebody else do this for you? Can you have like a travel agent do this for you? Or is it possible to do once you arrive in Europe or does this have to be done before? I know I've compounded some questions here, but I think they kind of go together. So it has to be done before you travel to the European Union. And yes, somebody else can do it for you. So you can appoint somebody like a travel travel agent, like you just said. Um, however, when you appoint somebody else that submits the authorization on your behalf, you will have to sign a declaration that um, basically allows the third person, third party, submit the authorization on your behalf. And both of these individuals, so yourself and the person who actually submits the uh, request for the authorization, will have to sign the authorization. And so say, for example, if maybe you are doing it for yourself, how do you actually make the payment? Is it possible to do online or do you have to go to a, a special office somewhere or buying a, a, a traveler's check? How does that work? It's possible to make the payment online through a debit or credit card and you will have to pay even if your ATS authorization is denied, which of course, you know, uh, it would be a rare uh, scenario for most people. And also, I believe a frequent question that people will have is, will I have to pay for any time I uh, travel to the European Union? And the answer is no, you only pay one time uh, when you submit the application, which is valid for three years, uh, regardless of how many times you enter the European Union during those three years. And Marco, another question. You just mentioned that for most people, they shouldn't have it refused. But if it is refused, is there any kind of recourse that a person will have? Uh, will they be able to ask if it's possible uh, for the decision to be changed? So the most common reasons for a denial are uh, incorrect information entered, uh, an expired passport. But also there could be, you know, a security or that specific individual traveling could pose, for example, security or health threats. But anyway, the email that you will receive uh, will indicate, if there's a denial, will indicate the procedure to appeal and which country, the in which European country the appeal would take place and according to which rules. So if you're denied, you should look at the email uh, because that will clearly indicate and state how to appeal and where to appeal your denial. And so this new system in place, so is this a visa itself or does this replace a visa? What does that look like? So the ATS, the authorization that you receive to travel is not a visa. And once again, it's only required for those individuals who are citizens of countries that are outside of the European Union who didn't need a visa before to travel to the European Union. So in other words, if you are a foreign national, a non-EU citizen, and before you didn't need a visa to travel to the European Union up to 90 days, now, or actually I should say after January, you won't need a visa, but you will have to submit uh, a request to get your ATS approved before you travel. And so the ATS is not a visa, and people who needed a visa before to travel to Italy, uh, even for a short period of time, will still need a visa and will not need to do the ATA. Well, Marco, thank you so much for making yourself available to talk about this. And just before we end the episode, I think what I'll do is just to help for clarification's sake, uh, read through some of the countries that do require the visa for entering, like the European countries themselves, but then uh, which countries will actually be able to get 
And of course, this is based on information available to us at the time of recording, so it could change in the future. Um, but the 30 European countries that require visa-exempt travelers to have an ETIAS travel authorization will be Austria, Belgium, Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, otherwise known as Czechia, uh, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, and our beloved Italy, of course, <laughs> Latvia, Liechtenstein, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. But those are the countries that you will need this authorization to enter into. And but what are the nationalities that will actually be able to get this ETIAS travel authorization? Uh, and that will be Albania, Antigua and Barbuda, uh, Argentina, Australia, Bahamas, Barbados, Bosnia and Herzegovina, uh, Brazil, Brunei, Canada, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, Dominica, uh, El Salvador, Georgia, Grenada, uh, Guatemala, Honduras, uh, Hong Kong, Israel, Japan, Kiribati, uh, Macau, Malaysia, Marshall Islands, Mauritius, Mexico, Micronesia, Moldova, Montenegro, New Zealand, Nicaragua, North Macedonia, Palau, Panama, Paraguay, Peru, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Samoa, Serbia, Seychelles, Singapore, Solomon Islands, South Korea, Taiwan, uh, Timor-Leste, Tonga, Trinidad and Tobago, Tuvalu, Ukraine, United Arab Emirates, United Kingdom, United States of America, Uruguay, and Venezuela. There's another country on here, which I guess is technically um, part of the United Kingdom, but uh, it wasn't necessarily included, which is Gibraltar. Um, so that is going to be the list of countries that will have to take this into consideration. Otherwise, your location may be subject to requiring a visa to enter into this part. And of course, those will have to be taken care of through the nation that you are looking to visit. But of course, Marco, for anybody who may be interested in getting the ETIAS uh, travel authorization or to make Italy their home legally somehow and or get Italian citizenship, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com or give us a call. Our number is on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more information about getting Italian citizenship, legally making Italy your home and more, be sure that you're subscribed to this YouTube as well as the podcast that you can find on your favorite platform of choice. But of course, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel directly, you are also automatically subscribed to the Italian Real Estate Podcast, another project that Marco and I collaborate on, where we talk about some of the other aspects of making Italy your home, including purchasing property, renting property, and various programs around the country that may be of interest to individuals relocating to the country. So Marco, thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. Also, if you're interested in more information about moving abroad, life abroad, or living abroad as a dual citizen expat, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Furia. And of course, Mr. Marco Permunian from italiancitizenshipassistance.com. Thank you so much for making yourself available. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.